0: The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan
1: Harvey. Welcome to The Money Hour with host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey. Tina Mitchell, MLO 145420 and Keelan Harvey, MLO 1330075 are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the following program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited. Now, in the studio, local mortgage experts Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
2: Welcome to The Money Hour at 1150 AM, KKNW, the virtual show. Because of COVID, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 PM with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 AM. And I am flying solo today as Keelan will not be on the show, but uh, back next week. I am your host, Tina Mitchell bringing in expert advice and inside knowledge on today's events and our local economy and how they affect your money. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 1150 Again, that's one 855 411.50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And our lineup for the show today, we have Nancy Johnson of WSI, Why You Need a Digital Marketing Strategy. Great information and great guests on studio today. For more information on any topic discussed, please feel free to call the show at 1-855-411.50. Again, that's 1-855-411.50 or online at themoneyhour.com. And as we do each week, we'll start but today, with a little bit of money chat.
3: Money. Money. CoreLogic reported that
2: homeowners with mortgages, which represent 63% of all properties, have seen their equity increase by 10.8% nationwide over the past year. That equates to a collective of one trillion in gain equity, or on an average about 17,000 per homeowner, and is the largest equity gain in over six years. Now, this means if you have mortgage insurance and if you're not already refinanced, you should definitely uh, take a look at what. That might look like because you're probably in a position that you can remove your mortgage insurance as your local mortgage experts. Of course, Keelan and I are here to assist in any way that you need. The Mortgage Bankers Association released their mortgage application data for last week showing that overall application volume decreased by 1.2% from the previous week. Refinances were up 2% last week and are 89% higher year over year. Purchase volume was down 5% last week however, is still 22% higher than last year. Mortgage Banker Associ- Association latest quarterly reports show 35% of refinance applications did not go through. It is surprising that this number is so high. It's not because rates have moved higher. It's most likely because customers were offered a better interest rate somewhere else, or maybe their property value appraisal did not come in where they were anticipating. Interest rates decreased from 2.92% to 2.9%, which is the lowest in the MBA's 30-year history and is 108 basis points or just over 1% lower than this time last year. Now, MBA rate is for the last week and almost includes a fraction of points or always includes a fraction of points, in this case, 0.35% in a discount point. The refinance share of mortgage activity increased from 69.5% to 72% of all loans. Rents are rising 2.4% across the US, which is down from 3% last year. Now Zumper report that renters moving home to live with their parents has increased 50% from last year. And millennial renters moving home is up 75%. Now this could lead to a pent up demand for purchase once we pull out of the pandemic next year. The city pandemic euphoria index, which is the a great indicator increased from 1.10 to 1.51, which is the highest since early 2000. Anything above 0.41 is considered euphoria. So we are almost four times that level. Now this indicator would lead to believe that stocks may Pull back due to this. And if this does occur, we could see money come into the bond market, which would pull mortgage-backed securities higher, trading higher, moving mortgage rates down even lower than where they're at now. CoreLogic reported that there are a loan performance insights for the month of September showing that 6.3% of mortgages were 30 days or more delinquent, down from 6.4% last month. Now, loans 60 to 89 days past due dropped from 0.8% to 0.7%. Loans that are seriously delinquent or 90 days or more decreased from 4.3% to 4.2%. Homes and foreclosures remain stable and very low at 0.3%. Now, we're, in seeing, we're seeing improvements across all areas of delinquency. One foreclosure, though, is too many. However, when you factor in homes that are owned, free and clear, and take a look at all the homes about that's only about one in 500 homes has foreclosure, which is a pretty good number. Now, the European Central Bank, ECB, held rates unchanged, however, increased their bond buying program by another 500 billion euros as a second wave of lockdown measuring weighing on the euro area economic recovery. Now, the feds meet on December 16th, and it will be interesting to see if they will also increase their bond buying program. As a result, mortgage bond prices would increase and mortgage interest rates would go down. Initial job claims were released showing that individual filings for unemployment benefits for the first time last week increased by 137,000 to 853,000 continued claims of those that continue to receive benefits and is delayed by a week increased by 230,000 to 5.57 million. Now, the pandemic unemployment assistance, PUA, did drop by 313,000, but for all of the wrong reasons as benefits are expiring, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, BLS, reported that there were only 245,000 job gains in November, which was about half of the market expectations and quite a weak reading as we were we were expecting. Now, the unemployment rate decreased from 6.9% to 6.7%, which was stronger than expectations of 5.8%, but it, were for all, it that was for all of the reasons. You might wonder how the unemployment rate improved when there were 74,000 in lost jobs. The labor force decreased by 400,000 Now, because there were so many more people leaving the labor force versus the job losses, the unemployment rate moved lower. There has been a misclassification error classified as an absent for people that were absent from work for other reasons and not on the market of unemployment for temporary layoff when they should have been. Without this error, the unemployment rate would have been 0.4% higher or 71%. Now, the consumer price index, CPI, which measures inflation on the consumer level was up 0.2% in the month of November, the year-over-year reading remained unchanged at 1.2%. The core reading, which strips out food and energy prices, was also up 0.2% month over month, and the year over year was also unchanged at 1.6%. Now, other media platforms discourages buyers from affordability wall. The media sounded the alarms and discouraged buyers by saying that purchase volume was down due to an affordability wall this is not true. Homes are actually more affordable. Let's unpack why the media is saying this. Purchases were down 5%, leading them to believe that there was a less demand because of higher prices. This is a week-over-week week comparison, and the comparison is to last week, which measured Thanksgiving week. During the holiday weeks, there are many assumptions and estimates made, often making those holiday weeks unreliable. And the report showed purchases up 9% in that week, which we say that you should take with that is definitely a grain of salt. After getting some of the real data that you can rely on from that level after being up 9% in purchases, fell 5%. It's amazing to to see how they have this this thought. Now, the real figure to look at is the year-over-year comparison, which is up 22% from last year. If there was really an affordability uh, issue or affordability wall, we would have not have seen such a huge gain in lieu of the incredibly tight inventory for last year. So it shows how these numbers are uh, definitely flawed. So that is your money chat for today. Coming up on next on the Money Hour, we're going to have a conversation with Nancy Johnson of WSI, why you need a digital marketing strategy right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
0: So are you tired of seeing little or no return from your marketing efforts? Have you been burned doing business with cheap internet companies that lock you into long-term contracts and provide no tangible results? Do you want more people who are actually interested in your products and services to find you easily? WSI has developed in-depth knowledge and an extensive network of industry thought leaders that know your company's goals and objectives. When you work with them, you will not only gain the local expertise of your WSI expert, But your strategy is developed based on the digital experience of their local global network. Work with a company that understands your business and provides real results at a cost you can afford. WSI. We simplify the Internet. For more information, visit Nancy Johnson at WSIWorld.com. That's
1: WSIWorld.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com.
0: The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan
1: Harvey. You're listening to The Money Hour with your host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now, back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
2: And you're listening to the Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the virtual show because of COVID. Our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to us on podcast or you can catch us on air on Saturday at 3 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 a.m. I am flying solo today without Keelan and I am your host, Tina Mitchell. It is a great day to talk about money and that's what the show is all about, how to make money, save money, so you can have a better quality of life for you and your family. If you are listening to our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We are here to answer any questions or connect you with the guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 or you can go online at themoneyhour.com. And now in studio, Nancy Johnson, a WSI, why you need a digital marketing strategy right here on 1150 AM at KK and Nancy, welcome to the show. So excited to have you here with us today. Hi, um, I should say. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And a little bit about Nancy. So Nancy Johnson is a digital marketing consultant with over 15 years in the tech world and 10 plus years of communication experience. She assists business owners, CEOs, and marketing executives in leveraging the power of the internet. Nancy also helps businesses of all sizes make smart choices when they're with their marketing budgets, allowing business owners to get back to work of running their business. In the ever-changing landscape of digital marketing, Nancy is a, the strategic partner, a team to help the team stay focused in front of the trends. She takes an educational approach with her clients as she believes that people should have a clear understanding of how digital marketing is impacting them and their business. So Nancy, this is a, a really exciting topic for our listeners to have today, especially in these times with everything that's happening with COVID, because if any time you need to have the best digital marketing presence, now would be that time. So for those that don't know, what exactly is digital marketing?
3: Sure. Um, So digital marketing is really advertising delivered through digital channels like search engines and websites, uh, video, social media, email, and mobile apps. Um, But these are also methods that we use to help businesses connect with their customers and build their brands online. So,
2: Nancy, how is this different from uh,
3: the old plan marketing? Sure. Yeah. So traditional marketing would be things like print ads and TV and phone and broadcasting. And all of those things are great, obviously, because we're here today. Right.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
3: But um, you really need to be thinking about your digital in conjunction with traditional marketing nowadays. Um, You know, it gives your marketing reach um, that you need in order to in order to meet people in the places that they're actually looking for you.
2: Got it. So when somebody comes to you and says, well, what about, you know, I've got just this, a great website. Why would I need anything in addition to a great website?
3: Sure. Um, You know, and and we do recommend you absolutely have to have a website, but your website is really it should be your home base and everything else that you do um, should be leading people back to that space. So in digital marketing, how we think of it is, you know, you can fix your website so that it's actually helping people when when you get there, but you need to be able to get people there as well. So that's why you need a strategy is to look at what are those other things that are drawing people to that space for you. So
2: let's talk about that digital marketing strategy and you know the importance of that.
3: Yeah, so uh, you know this is a topic I could talk on all day long I'm of, sure. of why strategy is really important. Um, but a strategy is really about knowing your customers and effectively and efficiently connecting with them. It allows you to send a clear message to your prospective customers about who you are Um, but it also keeps um, your competitors top of mind so that you know what they're doing and it can help leverage or it can help level the playing field for your business as well. Um, and if you don't have a marketing strategy, you're probably wasting time um, because you're probably duplicating efforts as well. Um, but a strategy lets you align everything you're doing so that you're getting the best return on what you're spending. And if you don't have a digital marketing strategy these days, you're going to be left behind because there's no going back from where we are. Um, you know, we might go back to the office, and hopefully that will be sooner rather than later. Um, but now a majority of people are online and will continue to be online. So you have to have that strategy in place.
2: Yeah, 100%. So so what do you say to smaller business owners that come to you and say, well, God, you know, I thought digital marketing is for the, you know, the big companies. I mean, yeah. I'm just a little company, why would I need that?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I think it's probably uh, it's more important for a smaller business to have a strategy, Um, you know, for larger companies. Yeah, they do need a strategy. But the fact is that a few thousand dollars or a customer here or a customer there, um, it's not really going to break them. Um, for a smaller company, though, it can it can mean the difference, all the difference, right? So yes. you need to have that strategy in place so that you know um, are you making the right investments? You know, otherwise you're gonna your business is going to flounder.
2: Yeah, and plus with the larger companies, I mean, they already have that big brand name, and you know, mm-hmm. we're your smaller companies so to get to to get your brand and your message out there.
3: Uh, there's no better way than digital marketing, right? That's right. And, you know, I think part of it too is, you know, you got to remember people are only in the mode to buy about 8% of the time. And so that other 92% of the time, you know, they, they need to know who you are because when they get ready to buy, that's who they're going to go with is the person that's been out in front of them. You know? Yeah. When
2: well, we all know that as business owners, it's just connecting those dots there that, I mean, you, you have to be out there and you have to be out there soon enough. So when that buying, uh, when that buying time comes, they're thinking about you and you're top of mind from all the marketing that's happened prior to that.
3: That's right. That's yeah. right.
2: So Nancy, there's a lot of providers that specialize in uh, search engine optimization or CEO and uh, paid search, uh, PPC, and they seem pretty cost-effective. Why shouldn't, uh, someone just go
3: with that? Well, you know, I mean, you can absolutely, um, you know, you can invest in one thing or another, but you're typically not going to get something that's looking at the full picture, um, and what ends up happening is that you, yes, it does appear to be cost-effective, but the fact is, is that it it's really costing you in the end. Because here's a good example: like, for example, if you're doing paid search and you're not looking at your search engine optimization at the same time, you could really be paying, uh, you know, extensively for a long period of time to keep yourself in front of people. Whereas when you're doing search engine optimization when you're doing SEO properly, it's creating this organic search where people are able to find you without you paying necessarily for the ad to show them, right? Mm -hmm. And it also keeps you from having to, you know, Continually invest that higher amount in paid search. So if you're able to get your organic up to a certain point, then you can start looking at: Do I really need to be investing the same amount in paid, or can I, you know, try some different things in paid, right? Um, and so it allows you to sort of look at those things. You know, another great example is like if you're, for example, let's say you're getting great reviews on Google, but you're only looking at, uh, you know, at paid search and you're not leveraging those reviews that could be you know sending other customers to you maybe you're sending a great email communication every month but people can't find you online you know so that's and that's where strategy really comes in is it gives you that whole picture it lets you see okay how are these things all connected and whether or not you choose to invest in those things at least you know and you know where to start as well
2: yeah, makes sense. And isn't that true, so true? I mean, anything that you're doing, if you do it the right way, uh, it may seem like it's more upfront. However, in the long run, it saves you so much money. You know, so absolutely. I so, Nancy, let's talk about uh, your company and how you're helping strategize in that plan. What does that look like?
3: Sure, so when when somebody calls me, the first thing I like to do is get a discovery session with them. And that discovery session is really about examining what they're currently doing, um, what uh, and where they think that digital marketing can help them. Um, and we really d- dive deep into that. And then um, I go away, I take that information, I kind of put it together for them. And then we come back and we do um, what's called a collaboration session. And we just look at, you know, what are some of the solutions that we came up with? how comfortable are people um, with those solutions? What do they maybe want to move forward to? And really it comes down to what level of investment do they want to make uh, moving forward? Um, And then at that point, then we look at how we can help them with implementation.
2: Okay. And what about the timeline? How long should this
3: uh, process typically take? So to look at their strategy and figure out uh, where they need to go, it's usually um, three one-hour meetings to, uh, just to create the strategy.
2: Okay, and and so that and then they're ready to
3: go to market with that strategy. Uh, typically, yeah, typically go, we can start off a plan. Now, with that said, I will say, you know, you when you're looking at SEO and paid search, those types of things, you really want to give yourself probably about six months um, to really start seeing results. And I think that's probably another expectation that people don't understand going into this. You've got to give yourself time to be able to see the results happening, right?
2: Well, and if you're listening today, I mean, if you, if you think about any other marketing that you do for your business, it's the same thing. I mean if you know back in the day when it was you know your mail marketing campaign I mean you really had to farm and mail and you know they that was even longer you could be looking at a year or two years right. to really Uh, be able to determine and get enough of the results that were coming back that would pay for the marketing. And so, you know, digital, it sounds like it's a lot quicker. The difference between six months and a year or
3: two years uh, is a lot quicker response, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and realistically, I mean, with paid search, you're probably going to start receiving results within the first few weeks, right? But, you know, to see like really major results, you want to give it that, that time for sure.
2: Yes. All right. So, Nancy, what should someone uh, expect to uh, spend on an average for digital marketing?
3: Well, um, we often advise people you really should be thinking about spending 8% of your revenue on marketing. Um, And for new companies, you should be looking at 10 to 12% uh, when you're starting off. But um, with that said, I will say one thing that people tend not to look at with, with their digital marketing that they really need to be looking at is what is the lifetime value of your customer? What is it costing you to acquire that customer? Because if you're not thinking about those things, as you're building your strategy, you could be in, 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 in a lot of trouble. Either you'll be underspending or you may be overspending as well, right? Yeah. So for example, if, you, if you're if you selling a house for 500k and you make 1% on that, sale what does that mean to you? How much are you willing to pay in order to make sure that you've got that customer in the door? And that's really how you need to be thinking about a digital strategy. That is where the investment comes in. That's where the return on your investment comes in. Right. So, yes.
2: And then, you know, and, and kind of talking about this as well, that if, you know, if, if, if you know that on an average you have, you know, 20% of your, clients that you work with are going to be introducing you to a new, you know, all of that and the, the return clients on that, you know, you can look at that. What is just like you're saying, I mean, what does that one client really mean all together? Right. right?
3: That's right. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
2: That's a good point because people are always like, what am I going to close or what I'm, what am I getting product and service out of this, this marketing that first time? However, it's so much more than that. It really is, yeah. Yes. So what kind of
3: results would you expect to get from your digital marketing? Yeah, this is an interesting question and it's also one of the areas that I I feel bad for people because they get caught up, you know, a lot of of the competition will say, hey, you know, we can get you this many leads, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but you've got to keep in mind that those results are probably based, well, they're based on what they've done for another company typically. Another company that probably needed a different strategy. Um, And so you really need to be wary of anybody that tries to give you specific numbers. Um, And a lot of times, what will happen is they'll say, okay, we'll guarantee you we can get you 50 leads in a week. Just sign this 12 month contract with us. And then, you know, three months into it, you're like, oh my gosh, what have I done? You know, I'm going to be paying this for the next 12 months and I don't even know what I got for that, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think you have to be really wary about that. But I will also say, when you're looking at what you're going to get for results, you, that's why you need the strategy, because the strategy is going to tell you what it is that you're what results you're actually seeking, because your strategy is going to be based on your goals. And therefore, you know, specifically what you need to see as results in order to make this strategy worth it to you. Yes,
2: that makes sense. Uh, So I'd like to ask you one more question before we uh, go to break. And kind of on this, it'll be a good place to stop and start back up. Uh, Because with all of your years of experience in digital marketing and knowing how to structure that strategy, that in itself is a huge investment benefit in having an expert like yourself do that. If when you're going through that process, are you changing and adjusting that strategy based on what you're seeing with results to see if more results, you know, you can get better results or, or how does that work?
3: Yeah, that's absolutely what we do. Um, and we would suggest nothing less. Um, you you know, I mean, that is the idea of a strategy is that you have a point that you can check back in with. You can say, okay, well, I, you know, I know that I wanted to get to this point. It doesn't look like that's happening, going this route. Okay, well, we need to shift direction. But that is, that's really the value of having yeah. that strategy is knowing that you can shift it. And um, I would imagine and, with and this, and, oh, go ahead, Nancy. Oh, no, no. It's
2: I was going to right? say, I would imagine with the digital marketing too, that there's just a little adjustment you can make. You can try making an adjustment. It doesn't do something. Then you try something else and kind of to get to that magic formula for that particular business. Is that correct?
3: That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure.
2: Well, uh, but we're going to go ahead and uh, we'll take us to a uh, break coming up next on the money hour. We're going to continue our conversation with Nancy Johnson of WSI why you need a digital marketing strategy right here on 1150 AM KKNW.
0: So are you tired of seeing little or no return from your marketing efforts? Have you been burned doing business with cheap internet companies that lock you into long-term contracts and provide no tangible results? Do you want more people who are actually interested in your products and services to find you easily? WSI has developed in-depth knowledge and an extensive network of industry thought leaders that know your company's goals and objectives. When you work with them, you will not only gain the local expertise of your WSI expert, but your strategy is developed based on the digital experience of their local global network. Work with a company that understands your business and provides real results at a cost you can afford. WSI, we simplify the internet. For more information, visit Nancy Johnson at WSIworld.com.
1: That's WSIworld.com. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150.
0: The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
1: You're listening to The Money Hour with your host, Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150. Now back to the show with local mortgage experts, Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
2: You are listening to The Money Hour at 1150 AM KKNW, the virtual show because of COVID, our show is temporarily moved virtually. You can also listen to us on podcast or on air on Saturday at 3 PM with a brief rebroadcast on Sunday at 8 AM. I am your host, Tina Mitchell. And We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint one week and one show at a time. If you're hearing our show at a different time or day, you are listening to a rebroadcast. We're here to connect you with the uh, guests that we have on the show today. Please call the show at one 855 Again, that's one 855 1150 or online at And Now we're back in studio with Nancy Johnson of WSI. Why you need a digital marketing strategy right here. on 1150 AM KKNW and I keep saying we like my co-host is here but there's no co-host it's just me. So Nancy, it's been a great conversation uh, so far with you in regards to digital marketing. And, you know, we're talking about costs and timelines, expectation, and really building that strategy and and how uh, you as an expert in your space has the knowledge to get the best strategy put together and adjusted it as it needs to, to get better results. So what tips uh, do you have for people who have never done digital
3: marketing before? Well, I'm going to sound like a bit of a broken record here, but um, (laughs) really it is about starting with that strategy. Look at what you want to accomplish. When you start looking at what you want to accomplish, then look at what kind of digital marketing would you think would help you get there. Um, If it's a new website, if it's social media, if if you think it's paid ads, but more than likely, the answer is going to be a combination of all the above. Um, But have that idea of where you want to get To. Um, that is such a, a, a vital starting point um, when you're trying to create a strategy.
2: Yeah. And I think it's an, important and, and great to sound like a broken record because that is the importance of uh, whatever we're talking about. And definitely you need to hear a thing, some things a few times before it really connects, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Nancy, what brought you into this industry and your line of work that you're doing now?
3: Yeah, I took I took a very curvy road. Actually, um, I uh, I started uh, a, as a program. Well, I, I started actually as an executive assistant at Microsoft years and years and years ago, and I ended up going into program management um, and managing uh, internal and external websites. Um, and it was a lot of fun. I learned so much. But in 2018, I left um, because I'm a writer on the side of everything else. I don't have anything published yet. I mean, nothing major. Right. But um, um, I also wanted to do voiceover, um, and so I left. I went back to school, and I did. Um, I trained as a professional voiceover, and then I opened a company called Writer's Voice, um, which would help writers uh, move their books to audio, um, but also help writers with their marketing efforts. Because I noticed that a lot of my fellow writers, that was where they were struggling the most was was with their marketing, um, and I just felt like I had the I had the ability to do that. Um, so. Uh, When I opened that company, it didn't quite go as planned and so I actually ended up going back to Microsoft and I joined um, Microsoft advertising for a little bit. And then I got to learn, I got to see the real insides, the guts, if you will, of of digital marketing um, from the Microsoft perspective and it made me realize that I wanted to have that, um, more of that connection. Uh, with the customer. And so um, about that time I had gone to a Microsoft alumni event and there was a guy there who said he was an alternative career coach. I'm like, what is an alternative career career. coach? That sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So um, he and I chatted and um, he actually, what he does is he finds um, franchising opportunities for people. And I was like, I don't want to open a McDonald's. That's really not my deal. You know, I didn't realize how much was actually available in the franchise world. And um, as it turns out, there was this beautiful opportunity with a digital marketing company. And so what it did was it gave me access to a huge team of people and a network um, to help me build and deliver something bigger than I was able to deliver on my own. Um, And so that was kind of, that's kind of the long uh, path that I took to actually get to this point, but it's, it's a great journey.
2: Well, I love that. And yeah, and what a beneficial journey in all of those things that you've done to lead to have led you where you're at today and how that can level up what you're doing at a higher level than, you know, probably a lot of your competitors can do, uh, could do with, all of your back background, right?
3: Yeah, that's true.
2: Yeah. And I, you know, I'm so proud to just say, you know, Hubbard uh, Radio, our uh, 1150 AM KKNW, you know, they do uh, professional voice studios for our guests for their commercial. You could have done your own professionally I voice. You've been there, could've. done that. <laughs> 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 Anyways, so Nancy, uh let's talk about uh, what's happening in your industry right now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening uh in a lot of different industries because of the environment, you know, so share what's happening.
3: Well, you know, I mean, I know and it's it's hard to watch some of these other industries that are suffering um, right now. Uh, But, you know, for for my industry, it is really an exciting time because there are more people online than ever all over the world and you know i mean almost everybody is at online now right um not by choice but um you know it's connecting people in new and interesting ways that i don't know you know would have happened in the same time frame uh had this had this not occurred um and what it's also doing is i think it's leveraging or leveling the playing field as i mentioned before um, for a lot of businesses online where they didn't maybe have that before um Um, And it's giving them opportunities, uh, especially for people that maybe felt like they couldn't get online before. Um, They now, uh, you know, they may not have a choice, but they also have more opportunities uh, to do that, I think, than before as well.
2: Yeah, and and you're right. I mean, it's been really interesting to see uh, industries that are just struggling at the, the highest level and industries that are thriving at the highest level. There's nothing really in that middle space. Oh. You're all, you know, all in all and Now what's also been interesting is some of the industries that you would think would be suffering at the highest level, like, uh, um, uh, a, a gym or a personal trainer, they're actually having huge business explosion because they've now, as you said, uh, people are forced to change and this force of change is leveling them up to a space that they can do so much more. And so, so much more business than they could, you know, now I think people are just going to probably be doing personal training right from their home on zoom. There's no need to have a personal trainer come to your house, which is going to bring the, the cost down. It's going to bring more clients in. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's really interesting. Um, and the virtual space, you know, I've, I've been on virtual, my guess is probably 10 years. I started with a go-to meeting and moved to zoom and, or moved to join me and then moved to zoom. And I just, I never understood why my competitors were not offering clients the ability to meet virtually. Mm-hmm. And then literally within a week, everybody is virtual. So it's just um, it's, it's really interesting how that's, uh, how that's happened. So let's talk about um, why do you love what you do? What is the the thing that you love most about your uh, industry? And how you're helping your clients
3: yeah i i had a client the other day and it was such a cool experience and this just this is so encompasses exactly why i love what i'm doing and when i started off talking to her it was she was you know kind of negative about you know well i really can't do that you know i i don't have a lot of money right now you know i'm just not and we started talking and um you know she realized how much possibility and and, you know because of the pandemic it's like my business has slowed down a lot and by the end of that conversation um she uh had just such hope about what she could do and about what she could, how she could help her her business uh, with digital marketing. And I was excited for her when I got on when I got off the phone. But I think even more is watching when we implement a plan for a company and realizing that it's actually helping people meet their yes. dreams. And yeah. I love watching people actually, you know, find their dreams and be able to accomplish them. Yeah. That is the coolest thing to me.
2: Uh, yeah, so cool, and they're helping them make their dreams, and then they're helping other people that they're serving make their dreams, and it has that ripple effect. Uh, definitely a beautiful thing, Nancy. Well, coming up next on the Money Hour, continued conversation with Nancy Johnson of WSI. Why you need a digital marketing strategy right here in on 11:50 a.m. KKNW.
0: So are you tired of seeing little or no return from your marketing efforts? Have you been burned doing business with cheap internet companies that lock you into long-term contracts and provide no tangible results? Do you want more people who are actually interested in your products and services to find you easily? WSI has developed in-depth knowledge and an extensive network of industry thought leaders that know your company's goals and objectives. When you work with them, You will not only gain the local expertise of your WSI expert, but your strategy is developed based on the digital experience of their local global network. Work with a company that understands your business and provides real results at a cost you can afford. WSI, we simplify the internet. For more information, visit Nancy Johnson at WSIworld.com. That's
1: WSIworld.com. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: The following is an encore presentation of The Money Hour with Tina Mitchell and Keelan Harvey.
1: You're listening to The Money Hour with your host Tina Mitchell and co-host Keelan Harvey on Alternative Talk AM 1150 now back to the show with local mortgage experts tina mitchell and keelan harvey
2: you are listening to the money hour at eleven fifty a.m kknw the virtual show because of COVID, our show has temporarily moved virtual you can listen to us on podcast you can also catch us on air on saturday at 3 p.m with a rebroadcast on sunday at 8 a.m i am your host tina mitchell Bringing in to studio each week the best of the best experts in our local market, everything regarding your money. We are here to help you build a strong financial blueprint. And now back in studio, Nancy Johnson of WSI, why you need a digital marketing strategy right here on 1150 AM KKNW. So, uh, Nancy, we've had a great conversation around what you do, the benefits of digital marketing. And if you're just uh, tuning into the show right now and you've missed our uh, conversation here with uh, Nancy, you'll definitely want to uh, go and listen to it on podcast or on our site because she's shared some really valuable information around digital marketing, Uh, talked a little bit about why she loves what she does and helping serving uh, her community with her products that she has to offer. Uh, Nancy, how are you you best serving your clients right now that sets you apart from your competitors? <laughs> well, we'll
3: start with the competitors. So <laughs> I think, you know, um, I think, you know, for a lot of them, they're just missing the whole picture. And even when they are seeing the whole picture they're they lack the resources to successfully implement a full plan. Um, and that's where, you know, where WSI just shines, because we're able to help, clients not just see their challenges, but then meet them with actual real life solutions, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's where we, we really differentiate ourselves.
2: Yes, that's, that's wonderful. So Nancy, what past life experience has influenced you to do what you do today?
3: Well, you know, as I mentioned, um, my time at Microsoft was a was a huge influence on me um, and a really great experience. I love what their culture has become. Um, But, um, you know, and I got to help a lot of people at Microsoft. Um, But when I realized that I had the ability to create a really good strategy to help people build their dreams, it was such an exciting day for me, Um, you know, and um, I think that for me was just a huge turning point um, because now I get to live live my dream every day. And I feel so fortunate, you know, to be able to do that. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. My personal
2: motto is live your dream now. And it's, it's about embracing every second of your day. It's not about reaching from, you know, some extraordinary life. It's about being in the moment and embracing every second. And through that process, you live an extraordinary life. And I always say it's, you know, when you're in business and you have a product and service that you offer that helps with business that helps them live their dream now because it's releasing emotional stress that they have attached to their business whether it's efficiency i'm a time manager is an efficiency a coach or if it's marketing like what you do digital marketing that you can help them level up their their leads that are coming in to release the emotional stress about where's that next client going to come from Uh, so yeah it, it really is a beautiful thing to be in that in that space So Nancy, what difficulty have you experienced in your business or in your life that you have overcome it? And, you know, what lesson did you take away from that difficulty?
3: Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's interesting what you just said, because it really encompasses my answer here. Um, I was terrified of doing sales. I, um, you know, I'm a great PM, a project manager, program manager, and I'm great with strategy. I'm even good with marketing, right? Um, but to to executives, because that's partially what I did at Microsoft, right? But um, but I always thought of sales as pressuring somebody to buy something, um, and it literally would make me queasy. It would make me sick to my stomach to think about doing it. And when it it, it occurred to me that people were actually looking for the solutions that I had. Um, sales became something totally different. Um, And, uh, you know, I think, um, but I, but I had to, I had to actually mentally get over that thought process of, of sales being something uh, sleazy, I guess, you know? Um, and so, so yeah, that was a pretty big issue for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, I like what you said with mindset because really everything's around mindset. You know, it, it's, you just, you have to create that, that mindset for yourself to where you're going to be able to maximize whatever it is that it that it is. And I think a, a good word to use and to replace with sales because sales, just the word in itself has a salesy, Uh, attachment to it. So it's, it's really an offering. I mean, we have something that we are offering. We're offering a product or a service that can make a difference in someone's life that is in need of that product and service. And so that's what I like to say, you know, to myself, and I'm not selling anything. I'm making an offer. An offer is going to make a difference in someone's life. Just as you said, with your product, you're helping them live their dream. Uh, And then in return, they can help others uh, live their dream as well. And so we're all here to make a difference in our community by the offerings that we have. Yeah. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yes, for sure. Mm
2: -hmm. So, What are you passionate about, uh, Nancy, outside of business? Because we all have a life that we live outside of business, right?
3: (laughs) Do we? (laughs) (laughs)
2: They're inter intermingled, but yes.
3: Somewhat. <laughs> uh, well, um, I, I, you know, I think I mentioned I, I love voiceover. Um, I love writing, um, and um, I'm big into um, public speaking. Um, but um, I also, I'm, I'm an okay cook. Uh, I am not a good baker, but I, I am a great cook. Um, and, um, I'm also, I also am a skier, so I, I love to race, and I used to teach skiing, and so I'm hoping to get back to that one of these days it is, it's a lot of fun, but water skiing or snow skiing, snow skiing. Yeah. Okay. So no water skiing uh no it, it's been a while since i've been on on water skis and, okay. and you know the northwest uh, you know you really you really got to you gotta embrace you gotta embrace the cold here so
2: yeah absolutely well i guess you probably wouldn't be mentioning seeing it skiing at this time
3: of year if we were talking about water skiing but... That's, yeah well you know maybe it's my dream to go to hawaiian water ski although it isn't it is
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we were i was just um in uh Zihuataneo a, a few weeks ago uh mexico and uh we were staying in a little uh, a, a local space. And I, it was really big for the, um, uh, the, uh, oh, I lost my word here. When you go out <laughs> on the ocean and you surf, it was really big for the surfers. Oh yeah. And, I mean, uh-huh. they're hardcore in this. And, you know, we went up and watched, you know, some of the, uh, where some of the surfers were going, that was, a, a they could get really huge wave, waves. And I was like, oh my gosh, that takes a lot of guts to, to
3: be out there i mean it's it's crazy so yeah to each their own right yeah my husband's a surfer and i yeah uh maybe one day maybe one day but i'm a redhead so you know the sunshine of me you know we we Doesn't we can stay day. at a distance yeah, there yeah. You,
2: go. When you talk about public speaking um i share a little bit more about that
3: so i uh you know i've always been one to to love the stage um but um you know i found that public speaking is just it's such a great opportunity to help um teach people and really that's ultimately i love i love anytime that i'm able to share what i know or you know i mean vice versa i love learning right so um but the the teaching the teaching bug my my dad was just an awesome teacher and uh, you know I think I got that that from him um, but uh, public speaking really gives you that that space where you can help bring people along in the journey and mm-hmm. especially with digital marketing I find you know it's such a scare it can be such a scary topic for people mm-hmm. um, and I think public speaking gives you that opportunity to to really bring people along in the journey and make them realize you know it's you you've got control here this gives you control over you know finding finding the right client finding the right customer yeah. and um you know so i i'm looking for any avenue that i can to to help share that message with people
2: you know not i didn't have this question for you today but i want to ask it in our conversation i uh, hear so in in your digital marketing strategy because uh you know we always talk about story and you know people have a story their story connects to their product and their service most of the time there's how how much do you advise in you know getting into the storytelling side of it for the owner of the person that's marketing their business and how do you tie that in to their product and service and to advise that through the digital marketing space
3: yeah, it's that's that's really interesting because you know there are several different ways you can look at it, right? Um, so blogging is a huge thing right now. Uh, now it has been for quite some time. Video um, blogging but-
2: or blog blogging
3: both both okay. um but it gives people an opportunity to really kind of share not just share their story um, but also share their expertise um and that's kind of where we we suggest you know when you're telling your story that's a great place to start um is is getting you know those blogs set up and and having that regular interaction with people where you're sh- where you're sharing that information and your story but when it comes to your website you want to remember it is about your client and i have watched so many people and they want to tell their whole story and their story is beautiful but you need to keep it short because realistically your your clients are coming to your website because they have a need they have they have something that they're trying to solve and that's what you want to be focused on so that you can you can help solve that for them, right? Makes because sense. otherwise they're, you know, as much as, as cool as your story might be, they're probably going to take a look at it and go, uh, I need somebody who can actually, uh, get me what I need. You, know? exactly. so. <laughs> See, you have to make sure that you have that,
2: that balance. That makes, it it makes is. total sense. Yes. So Nancy, uh, what, single project or task would you consider has been most significant and provided the most successful
3: outcome, uh, in your business? I think for me, um, you know, it's, it's maybe not a project or a task necessarily, but, uh, the idea of connecting people has been huge for me. Um, you know, uh, along so many lines. Um, And, you know, it's not just what I do every day within digital marketing of connecting people to the right product, the right audience. Right. Um, It is also it's what my business is based on Um, networking and connecting with people and connecting people uh, is is really where it's at because you, you and your business you know you can take it so much further uh with the help of the people in your community and you know it's amazing where you're able to help people connect right if just by listening to what's going on with them and and understanding you make those connections for people and it has this as you said before it has this ripple effect that just feeds everything right yeah and i you know i'm
2: uh when i'm coaching you know i'll tell business owners and you, you need to connect with people that need your product and service. That's a given. The magic sauce is when you get them connected to each other. That's what it's about. How through your product and service, are you able to get people connected together? And that's really what is going to make a difference uh, in, you know, in them working with you versus maybe one of your competitors. So uh, Nancy, what about uh, the best tip that you can give on what not to do when it comes to digital marketing. We already talked about don't make it all about you. Well so that's <laughs> yeah. a big tip. Don't make it all about you. If you're going to put something in there about your story in order to in, in order to have an emotional connection to the person that wants to learn about your business and goes, wow, that's a I have emotional connection there. Uh, outside of that, don't make it about you, make it about the person that's looking for your product and service. So that would be a tip that we've already taken away from you today. What would be another one on not what not to do?
3: Uh, so what not to do, um, boy, I, you know, I think one of the things where people really get in trouble, um, and it s- sounds a little obscure, but it, but it, uh, it really isn't, um, unfortunately is people will go out there and, you know, they, they take a look at Google and they go, okay, well, I'm going to throw some keywords out there that I think, you know, people are going to search for me for. And unfortunately, what ends up happening is that they spend an awful lot of money where they shouldn't be spending money. <laughs> And so, I think you have to be really cautious um, about uh, about what you're doing out there uh, when it comes to paid to paid search. Okay. Um, so, I would say just be really careful. <laughs>
2: okay, well, that's it's great advice. So, you know, have, you have to be willing to to spend money to make money. We know that, but you have to spend smart money. That's so, right. you know, do your research. Uh make sure that you're talking with um a company like we have here with Nancy that is not making you guarantees and promises that you're stuck in a 12-month contract and you're going to be out a lot of money. Uh, you know, going in there and, and buying um through you know keywords that you're going to spend lots of money and that doesn't give results. So just do your research. And really that's what you know the show is all about. If you're listening today, the why behind creating this show was to provide the best of the best experts in our local market on everything that you need when it comes to your money, your product and services. And I couldn't think of somebody better to bring in Nancy than you to represent the, the digital marketing space. So I want to take this opportunity to thank you again for being here today.
3: Thank you, Tina. This was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, it was. It was an. It was an honor to be able to uh, to interview you, and that's our show for today. I am your host, Tina Mitchell, your local mortgage expert. Signing off for the day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we, Keelan and myself, look forward to talking with you more money next weekend right here on eleven fifty a.m. KKNW.
1: Tina Mitchell, MLO145420 and Keelan Harvey, MLO1330075 are licensed loan originators with Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, NMLS 134871. The views expressed by the speakers on the preceding program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views of Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited, nor are they necessarily endorsed by Highlands Residential Mortgage Limited.